Welcome to the Raw and Uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the original HBIC Katie motherfucking Boyd. So, you know, I've been deeply entrenched in the whole 5D escaping the matrix situation, but I'm going to shift gears this week because I obviously love and respect each and every one of you incredible ambitious from all across the globe. And I feel like even if I've never met you, I don't even know your name. I don't even know that you're listening to this. I feel connected to you through space and time. And I want to be honest. That's always my intention with everything I do is to be as honest and open and transparent and and as authentic as I can possibly be. And while you all know that I am so motherfucking authentic that sometimes it gets me in trouble, I feel like with this topic, I have not been telling people about it. And, you know, my grandmother, when I was a little girl, always said to me, you know, be careful what you say, because what people don't know, they can't ruin. And I've lived with that, like, as a as a protective bubble around my auric field. But what I have been experiencing as of late is so many women that I coach and train from all across the globe who are dealing with really hardcore fertility issues, miscarriages, loss. Um, It's just something that's really touchy to speak about and something that I didn't want to tell anyone because I'm like, I don't want uh, people to fuck with me. I have enough shit on my plate on a daily basis. I don't really uh, need people, you know, inboxing me on, you know, Instagram and saying like, well, you're 40 years old. Why do you want to have a baby? You're geriatric. Because <laughs> that's what they fucking say to you. I remember when I started talking to my OB a handful of years ago, and she's like, well, Katie, you know, like, and she's the same age as me, and she has four kids. And she's like, you know, Katie, after 35, you know, you're you're a geriatric pregnancy, and you're high risk, and all these things, and I'm like, I'm Katie motherfucking Boyd. Like, I can do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. And at that moment, when I spoke to her years ago, I was not ready to have a baby, And I'm going to go really deep into all this stuff today. So I'm going to really, you know, get raw and get real. And I want to first say this one thing. I am not looking for any advice. I don't, that's just not what I'm here for, okay? Uh, I know what I'm doing. And I also want to say that if I have a baby, that's amazing, It's just going to add to my life experience. And I know that my husband and I will add so much to a child's experience on this earth plane. Uh, But if I don't have a baby, my life is not going to suck. It's not going to feel full. It's sorry. It's not not going to feel full. Uh, And I feel so happy and so blessed and so grateful for my life that um, 
anything else extra that I gain or get or get to experience is only icing on the cake. And that is also like the baby is all encompassing in what I just said. So, you know, I don't want pity. You know, I don't want any of that. All I'm looking for here is number one is to educate women. Number two is to empower them and obviously to entertain them and also to really have people understand that I am a human being here on earth. And I know that you guys come here week after week for advice and motivation and inspiration and all this badass shit that we do here on the Ambitious Podcast. But my truth is, is if I'm going through something like this, then there are millions of women out there that are going through the exact same thing and they feel alone and scared and not understood. So that is why I'm here doing this. So today's Ambitious podcast is all about Ambitious motherhood and my journey to being a mom and what changed in my life and what I'm going through now and what my fears were and my trepidations. And obviously, I'm going to make you guys laugh because I literally have no idea what I'm doing. Like zero fucking idea what I'm doing. Um, Like I am a fucking genius when it comes to so many aspects of what I do right on a daily basis. Like you want spirituality, I will give it to you. Uh, you want me to help you, you know, release weight and heal and do all these things. I am the, I'm your girl. Okay. I've been in this industry for t- over 20 years and I have been one of the best people in the industry. And I'm here tooting my own horn because it's the motherfucking truth, but I have never even changed a baby's diaper. <laughs> fuck. This is a true story. I've never even changed a diaper. Like my husband's like, Katie, it's not a big deal. Like I've changed so many diapers. Like I will help you. I will teach you. We'll do it together. Like you're not going to be in this alone. And I'm literally like, I've never fucking changed a diaper. I don't think I've ever changed a diaper guys. Like this is the truth. Okay. Stop laughing at me. Fuck off. I know that you're sitting in your car right now. You're on the treadmill or you're like walking around Whole Foods and you're chuckling out loud and people think you're a crazy motherfucker. And yeah, you probably are. But please, please don't laugh at me. I'm being serious. I have never changed a diaper. Okay, moving on. Whatever. So let me bring you back. Where do I begin? Okay. So from the time I was a little girl, asked my mother, Teresa Boyd, aka T. Buck Wild, I never wanted children. I was like, I don't want children. I don't want to be a mom. Like, that does not interest me. Like, even like when I was little, I didn't like playing with baby dolls. Like, I just was not into that. I was more like, let's play boss bitch. (laughs) I just didn't know that's what it meant. But I would literally like set up all these businesses. Like I had a grocery store and a a restaurant and like all these different things. And I was always like making, making, you know, believe like fairy tale, like, you know, playing like money, like creating wealth, working, being a boss bitch, right? And while all my friends were like playing baby dolls and all that shit, I was just like, you guys are peasants. Like you guys need to learn how to fucking play better because this is not good. So even when I was like a really little kid, I did not want babies. Okay. Asked my mother though. She was having a conversation with her like a couple weeks ago. She goes, you remember, I remember you always say to me, I don't want fucking kids. I don't want kids. Oh my God. Yuck. I don't want them. So I obviously, you know, have like a million children already because remember, I was the official coach to Miss Universe, Miss USA, Miss America, 
all these different pageants. And I had thousands of clients from all over the world who were, some of them really, really, really young, like really young kids, like young girls. And I would coach them. And I felt like in a way that I was their mom, you know, because I was so nurturing and loving and all these different things. So I all, then when I got older, I was like, oh, I really don't want to have kids now because I literally have a thousand of them because I'm training these women from all over the world. And like, it's a lot of work. And I don't know if I could, I don't think at this moment, like I could have all my business and doing what I'm doing and traveling all over the world and having a television show and writing a book and all the things that I've done in my career. And I mean, I could go on and on and on. And I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying like, I'm a successful bitch, right? But I just thought, how could someone be a mom and work like this? But then you see all these like women out there, you know, that have like five kids and they're like CEOs of corporations. They're multi-seven figure earners, like whatever. And they're doing it and they figure it out. Okay. Keep, let me keep going. So when I, right before I met my husband, you can ask any of my friends, I was so fed up with the guys. I was like, fuck men. I hate them all. They're all trash. They're all peasants. They're literally like shit on my shoe, lower life forms. I'm all set. I just want to party. I want to make money. I want to like enjoy my life. I want to travel and I don't need any fucking albatross around my neck, like dragging me down and drowning me. All righty then. So my good friend, Marjan, was like, you got to meet this guy. He's amazing. I was like, I don't want to fucking meet any guys, dude. I am burnt out with the dick. I don't need any more D in my life because they are just trash and they just like throw a wrench in everything I'm doing and they're distractions and I'm all set. So when I first spoke to my husband, that was in like October of 2010, and he pursued me, he pursued me for almost like I think nine months or something ridiculous, okay? And I remember talking to my friend and she was like, well, you know, he's older than you and, um, you know, he's divorced and he has a child. And I was like, fuck that noise. Because if you know me, I was like, before I became who I am now, I was very three-dimensional. I was very stuck on like, you know, obviously three-dimensional things because I would be like, I don't want baby mama drama. I don't want a dude that has a kid. I don't want to fucking deal with that shit because I don't even want kids. So what the hell do I want a guy with a kid for? And I don't want someone who's been divorced and who's older and it's like damaged goods and I'm all set. Okay. I told you I'm being very raw and authentic and real here. So I don't want any of your rude fucking male that's like, you're so mean. I know I mean. Let's get over it. It's called the Bitches Podcast. It's not called the Suck Your Wiener Podcast. Okay. All right. So... I was like, I don't want none of that shit. I'm all set. He said to me, just go on a date with me. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. So I literally made him, and I've talked about this on other podcasts. I literally made him go on a date with me and I made my friend go on a date with us because I was like, this guy could be like a fucking axe murderer and wear my face like last year's Versace. Like I'm all set. And I tried scaring him away on the date. I did everything in my power to scare him away. And he didn't fucking flinch. And I was like, this guy's got balls of steel or something, or he's a sick fuck, or he's like Buffalo Bill and he's going to like put me in the fucking basement in like the the well and he's going to tell me to put lotion in the basket, okay? So he says to me, like, Katie, I want to take you on a real date. We ended up going on a real date and obviously we fell in love. You know, years later, we're married. Okay, you guys know the you guys know the story. But one of my biggest fears in life was to like be the mom of someone else's kid. I was just like not into it. And it's so funny how God, the universe, always gives you like what not what you want, but what you need. Okay, like what will change your life is what you're gonna get. 
And when I first really got serious with my husband, um, they had joint custody of their daughter, him and his ex-wife. And then Karina chose my stepdaughter, Karina. Hi, Karina. Um, chose to live with us full time. And I became like a like a full-time mom like overnight. And she was 13 years old at the time. So she was also like hormonal raging little bitch. And it was like not a good age. So all my friends are like, Katie, if you can fucking have a kid when she's 13 and go through that shit, you can do a baby. I'm like, okay, whatever. Thanks. Thanks for the pep talk. But I fell in love with her. And obviously she is my daughter. I don't even call her my stepdaughter. I just call her my stepdaughter here. So you guys understand that she's not my birth daughter. Um, Because I'll have, I'll get emails like, I don't understand. Like, you want to have a baby, but you already have a kid. I'm like, no, 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 no. She's my stepdaughter, but I pretty much like adopted her and she is my child. She's not my child anymore. She's going to be 24 years old. Um, She's a big girl now. Um, But I've been, you know, her mom for the last 11 years, right? And it taught me so much about life and love and how to really truly love someone unconditionally because. I don't think I ever really loved anyone unconditionally, except like my family and stuff. But I'm talking about like an outside, not your blood type of person. I never loved anyone unconditionally until I truly met my stepdaughter, Karina. And when she came into my life, I kind of said to myself, you know, I have like this huge responsibility now to raise someone else's child, which in a lot of ways, and don't at me, but this is just how I feel. In a lot of ways, when you're raising someone else's child, there's almost like more pressure on you to like do a good job because you're literally raising someone else's kid, right? And it helped me so much just really learn like what I wanted and did not want as in motherhood. But I said to myself, like, I want to get Karina to a place where she is strong and she is powerful and she is like a kick-ass bitch before I even think about having a baby. Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm Katie motherfucking Boyd. I can do anything. I'm healthy. I'm freaking high performance. I'm a biohacker. I'm My mindset is amazing. I'm so strong. I'm so all these things. But no one tells you like, hey, bitch, like, you're going to be 35 years old and all of a sudden like your, you know, anti-malarian hormone is going to get really low and you're not going to have as many eggs and like it's going to get harder and harder and harder to get pregnant and you're going to maybe have complications with, you know, your cycles and your hormones and all these things and I'm going to get to that in a second. But no one tells you these things and you guys know me like I don't accept that reality. So if someone says to me like, "Hey, you should really do IVF because your AM um your AMH is very low." I'm never going to let that into my mind. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with IVF. I think it's fucking amazing what they do. So many of my closest friends have had babies through IVF, and it's been a miracle. It's been wonderful. And I'm, like, so blessed that they had this amazing experience. But for me, I just know who I am deeply, and I'm already a psychopath. I don't really think that it's healthy for me to be putting these hormones in my body. And I, my focus is to do things holistically first. And I'm going to get to this story in a second. I just don't want to get off topic and like, you know, fucking run y'all around the the mulberry bush. I want to really stay on point. Okay. So when (laughs) the last couple of years, when I was writing my book, I was like, okay, I, this is because this is a sick, this is how much of a sick fuck I am. Okay. I said to myself, all right, Katie, you're going to birth this book. You're going to wrap up your retreats 
because I was doing a lot of retreats all over the world. I was traveling all over the world doing retreats, and I was just getting my book like ready to rock and to sell, and I was going on my book tour. And you guys know the whole story if you've been listening to Aunt Bitches for a while. And I said to myself, and after I wrap up all of this shit and I tie it in a perfect motherfucking Chanel bow, then I will I will start trying to have a baby. So Matt and I had this whole conversation um, about, okay, let's do this and let's do this and let's do this. And then we're going to start trying to have a baby. Great. That was in October. So October 2019. I took like 40 people to Portugal. We did this amazing retreat. And Matt was like, okay, Katie, like, when are we going to start doing this? I said, okay, let me get, let me put Portugal to bed. Let me get through Kripalu because Kripalu retreat was in um, late December, early January. And I said, as soon as those two things are put to bed and we, and we sign the deal with my um, book agency and we do, we we know what we're going to do for our like big world tour. And right then and there, like, we'll st- once that's put to bed, we will start trying to have a baby. Okay. Well, this little thing called coronavirus came around. And when I started seeing my girlfriends and my clients and my family giving birth by themselves in the hospital with a mask on, Their husbands or significant others could not come even to their sonograms, their ultrasounds, like any of this shit. That shit scared me to the fucking core because I was like, first of all, this is like way uncharted territory for me. In my mind, when I decided to start trying to have a baby, I saw like this beautiful experience where like, you know, Matt would go to the sonogram with me and we would do it like this and it would be this way. And as you know, no matter how much you try to control the situation as an HBIC, sometimes life doesn't work that way. That being said, it still did not make the fear of having this pregnancy experience and this birth experience go away. And I put the fucking kibosh on the baby thing. I was like, let's see where this corona thing takes us and let's like, you know, figure it out and then and then we'll try. And (laughs) Matt was, like, so disappointed, but he understood at the same time. He was like, absolutely, I get it. Like, this is fucked up. We we don't even know what tomorrow is bringing. You know, we were trying to figure out our companies and, you know, like, pivoting our businesses. And, like, you know, obviously you guys know that my husband's in healthcare during the day. And at night he is a world champion martial artist. He has this incredible dojo called Dojo Sante in Hudson, New Hampshire. He also has a virtual part of his company. And then you guys know what I do. It was scary, guys. And I know that I'm preaching to the choir that y'all had very scary, fucked up, weird experiences too. But obviously this is my podcast and I want to tell you guys from the heart what I've been going through. So I shut the baby maker down. I was like, I'm not doing this. We can reevaluate this when we figure out what's happening with COVID. Now, I thought that this was going to be like a handful of months tops. And here we are 14 months later, 15 months later, and we are, you know, still in the throes of this. And it's not getting better, right? It's getting worse in a lot of ways because now it's like, with the vaccine stuff and, you know, like all these different things. It's just a lot of unknowns. It's scary. It's not okay. But I started to realize like, you know, I'm not getting any younger. And listen, I know that's fifth, that's three-dimensional, but this is the truth of reality. Like people age and they die, right? But I started 
working with a, a birth coach. Her name is Karen Welton. You can follow her at Pain Free Birth at um, on Instagram. She's a fu- she's amazing. She's amazing. And I started really going down this black hole, like this dark path, with all of my fears about having a baby. So about a month ago, I met with my OB, and I was like, yo, here's the deal. (laughs) Like, I want a full blood panel. I want all these things. I want to make sure that I'm good. I want to make sure that I'm strong. I want to make sure of all these things. And she's like, no problem. And she ran my blood. Now, mind you guys, I want to let me back up for a second. When I had my blood work done last year before COVID, my AMH was perfect. My fucking labs were perfect. Everything was perfect. Perfect. Okay. Like she was like, your eggs are beautiful. You're beautiful. Your hormones are gorgeous. Like go get it on and make this, make this baby baby. And I was like, okay. A year later, my AMH, so that your um, anti-malarian hormone, which is the hormone that talks about your eggs, okay, and what you have for your ovarian reserves for your eggs. And what they want to see is they want to see um, high numbers in that hormone. And mine was 0.5, super fucking low. If you know anything about these, this hormone, you're like, okay, I get it. Like you can actually look it up. It's like this to this is like very low egg reserve. So within a year, because of the stress of everything that we were going through and I mean, whatever else I did to my body without knowing it, because, you know, I feel like the last year of our lives has been like this weird sneaky stress where you're just like hypervigilant and you're trying to juggle all the balls and you're trying to figure it all out and you're trying to do everything. And I think that I really put my body through hell, through my mind, because I was always just trying to catch up with the next thing that we were dealing with, with our businesses and, you know, our stepdaughter, um, my stepdaughter Karina moved home and that was a stress on us because, you know, she hasn't lived with us in five years. I mean, she was at Boston University getting her degree and she was like living her best life. And it's hard, you know, to have someone who's, you know, because we've been on our own for so long. She's been on her own for so long. We both have like these different lifestyles and like that's, and I'm, you guys know, like I'm very OCD and I'm very like, perfectionist with the way I live every day and all these things. And it was a lot of sneaky stress. So my, they ran my labs and my AMH came back really low. Now here's the dealio. And I love my OB, but I'm just very disappointed in medicine right now because I understand that she's like, I know you want to get pregnant and I know this is important to you. And I know she's doing it for the right reasons, but there was nothing that she said or anyone said that was like, hey, let's talk about your food. Let's talk about nutrition. Let's talk about supplementation. Let's talk about ways to do this like holistically. Like let's talk about stress before I just send you right to an IVF doctor. And so pretty much what happened was she took my labs and then the triage nurse called me and says, hey, your AMH is super low. We're sending you right to IVF. That was it. I was so devastated on that phone call because I was just like, how the fuck did this happen in, in, in one year? And not only that is like, you know, remember guys, I'm a wellness coach, right? I have my degrees in exercise science and nutrition. Like I am like a hardcore motherfucker when it comes to this kind of shit. And I know that they're allopathic doctors. I know that they're not naturopaths and I'm not saying that they should know everything about nutrition, but it was just like so fucked up that they just were like, yo, just go to IVF and just like do IVF. So I made an appointment 
with the IVF doctor and I went over all of my, all of the different, I guess, scenarios that would be. And every scenario just freaked me out a little bit more and made me a little bit more nervous and made me a little bit more doubtful and a little bit more scared, and a little bit more all these things. And I just met with my birth coach, who is a doula, and I told her what was going on. And she was just like, Katie, I just feel like you are just not the person because she obviously knows me. And she's like, I just feel like you are not the person to do this. I don't think that you should accept this as your reality. And you're a smart ass bitch. And like, I think that you should really try to do this your way first and work with a holistic team and work with me and work with a naturopath and work with an acupuncturist and all these different people. And I said, you know, that's what spirit's telling me to do as well. So that's my story from start to finish. And right now, where I'm at right now is I have a full-on team. It's like the the team baby babine. And that consists of my chiropractor. It consists of an acupuncturist, a naturopathic doctor, um, a doula, a midwife. And um, obviously, like I know some shit as well with nutrition and stress and all these different things. So it is really like takes a takes a village, <laughs> no pun intended. And um, and that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. So upon all of this, and listen, there are some of you out there that are like, I I never want children and I'm I don't even know why I'm listening to this, but I just love Katie Boyd. Thank you. There are women out there that have had numerous miscarriages and are still waiting to have a baby, and thank you for being here and listening. There are women that are listening that have had five kids, and they are like in already past menopause. Thank you for listening. Wherever you are in your motherhood journey, thank you for being here, because I know that maybe this doesn't pertain to where you're at, but I'm going to talk to you guys about my fears Um, about having a baby. And I think that all of you, no matter who you are, whether you want children, you have children, you've lost children, wherever you are in in your story, in your chapter of your book, all of you can really relate to what I'm about to say. And then I want to tell you what I'm doing going forward. And I just really am telling you this because my deepest desire here is for you all to just love me and support me and cheer me on. And if you know of anyone that's going through infertility or is struggling to have a baby or is going through IVF and and you feel like, you know, they might listen to this podcast and laugh or they might, you know, listen to this podcast and get inspired or even if people are in their fertility journey and they want to reach out to me and ask me deeper questions, like I am here for that. And it's funny because I had a couple people reach out to me and they're like, why are you sharing this with people? Like, you know, this is going to stress you out. You don't need more stress. Like you need the least amount of stress. I don't know why you feel like you have to tell people this. Like this is no one's business and da, 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 da. And while I feel like, yes, that is 110% true, I also feel like the truth of the matter is, is I chose to come here on this earth to inspire people and to teach and to coach and to motivate. And I motivate on everything, but I have never spoke about this before. And I feel like God and spirit is really pushing me to talk about this in the hopes that it will help other people. And I know that, you know, people are not going to heed my warning and I know that they're going to try to give me advice. And if you do that, like, you know, which is unwarranted, A, you're a drifter. 
and, you know, B, I'm just going to delete the email or the text or whatever the fuck it is. I really don't care. <laughs> like, you know me, I'm a hardcore biatch and I don't give a fuck about just, you know, moving that energy. Um, but I'm just asking you to share this, to, to share this in the hopes that it will help other people and just to hold space for me and just love me and just send me just baby dust and and good vibes and healing vibes and and to also like expose myself to be, you know, more human than I think that most people give me credit for. And you know, I have a lot of the answers for a lot of life's fucking fuck-ups and conundrums and bullshit. And this is one thing that I at the moment did not have the answers for and I feel like I have all the answers right now and if I don't have answers to certain things I'm learning right this is like an evolution this is an experience and I'm just like I'm just being open to whatever happens and I know that God and the universe have my back so whatever is meant to happen in this journey of fertility is going to happen whether it's having a baby or not and like I said before, either way, I'm totally 110% fine about. Okay, so here's the deal. I was talking to my my doula, Karen, and she's fucking amazing. So if you're in the, if you are in the uh, baby making realm, you guys follow her Instagram. If you feel connected, like hire her as a coach. Like she is amazing. And please feel free to DM me or, you know, inbox me on the ambitious um, app on Mighty Networks. And I would love to talk more about her to all of you. So just like, I'm an open book when it comes to her. She's amazing. But we did a session and I was like, I'm just so afraid, you know, to have a baby. And she's like, okay, let's peel this onion. So it was funny because like, this is how I talk to my girls. Like when they're afraid of something, I'm like, okay, let's go deeper. And she was like Katie Boyding me. And I was like, oh, fuck, Karen, like you're killing me. You're killing me smalls because like I knew what she was doing to me, but it was so awesome to be on the other side of the coaching couch, right? To be like the coached person and not the coaching person. It was very refreshing. So we went down this like really crazy rabbit hole and here's all of the fears. I, I wrote them down. This, these are my notes uh, from my session with Karen Welton, pain-free birth, my doula. And she says, okay, what is your fears? And I said, what if I give up all of my dreams to be a mom? Like, what if like I'm a mom and like I have to put all of my dreams and my hopes and my aspirations on this back burner or maybe like a burner that never, ever, ever turns on that I never, ever, ever experience. <laughs> and she's like, what if the baby is the dream? What if like your whole life you've been searching for this pearl necklace that was on your neck the whole time? Okay. And I was like, okay, fuck, are you right? And then I said, you know, what if I don't know what I'm fucking doing and I fuck this kid up? And she goes, Katie, no one fucking knows what they're doing. It's motherly instinct. Like, you just know. And if you don't know and you're really fucked up, like, you are surrounded by me. She, you know, she's like, you have me. You have all these amazing women from all over the world that have been moms. Like, you can get advice from. Like, don't be afraid of that. And I was like, okay. I was like, I've never changed a diaper before. She's like, dude, <laughs> like... <laughs> Google it, you know, like fucking watch a YouTube video, like your, or your husband will teach you. My next fear is like, what if I ruin my body? 
And I know that this is like a super three-dimensional thing that I'm speaking of. And like I said before, I'm going to say it again. I'm being so open and honest with you guys right now. So please just hold this space for me. And like, don't be like, that's not fifth dimensional. Like, I know it's not fifth dimensional, but I still am a human being, right? And I still have three-dimensional moments and I still have three-dimensional feelings. And you have to understand something, guys. Like, my whole world from the time I was young until up to like maybe you know, a handful of years ago was about what I looked like. What does my body look like? Am I thin enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I this? Do I have stretch marks? Like all this shit. And it's funny because I was saying to Karen, I said, you know, I've been in the industry my whole life working just with women. So I've heard like every fucking traumatic, scary, rip your pussy hole to your butthole, like traumatic birth story in my life. And so for me, I'm like, what if my pussy rips? What if I have stretch marks all over my fucking body? Like, what if I look like, um, you know, a big fat lard? What if I look like Jabba the Hutt? And she's like, what if it's the opposite? She's like, and she teaches, you know, um, she teaches a birthing style that's, you know, totally unmedicated. It's all physiological. She's like, your body knows what to do. She goes, the only time you tear is when you're pushing when you shouldn't be pushing and you're not listening to your body. And like, she's so right. She's so right. And, you know, she kept everything I was saying. She kept just saying, no, and this is the truth. And no, and this is why. And no, and this is the opposite. And I was just like, wow. And she's like, what if like, you have a baby and it makes you feel like your body is the baddest ass motherfucking thing that you've ever come into contact with. And she doesn't talk like this, by the way. She's very sweet and kind. She doesn't swear. So I'm (laughs) ad-libbing for her. Sorry, Karen, if you're listening to this. But, you know, she's like, what if it's the opposite? Like, what if you feel like so empowered? What if you're like, oh my God, my body just did that. What if all these things? And I was like, you're so right. Then I was talking about the pain of delivery. Like I say, and I'm sure any of you guys will attest to this, when someone says, like, I want to have a baby, people go, oh, my God, like, my birth was so traumatic, and this happened, and that happened, and, you know, I was bleeding for a month, and, you know, my nipples fell off, and, (laughs) you know, you know the stories, guys, okay? I had 75-degree tears to my back of my neck and all this shit, right? And that scares the fuck out of me because I've had so much pain in my life. I don't want more pain. Pain isn't fun. And when people just talk about the pain and they don't talk about the beautiful birth stories and she's like, Katie, watch my Instagram. Every day I post these beautiful birth stories of these women who are like, you know, in this euphoric state having their baby and they don't have any medicine and they're delivering their baby under a tree or in a tub or, you know, at home and like... You know, they don't have like, they're not hooked up to monitors and they don't have all these things, right? And she's like, what if it's the opposite? And I'm like, you're right. And I said to her next, I said, well, what about my mental health? What if I get postpartum depression? And I see all my friends and they have, they've gone through these terrible postpartum depressions. And I was, I follow this girl on um, Instagram. Her name is Laura Cleary and she's hilarious, right? She's like this fucking really funny comedian and she just had her second baby and she was bawling her eyes out crying and she's like, I feel like I want to die and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is like the funniest girl I know and she wants to die. What am I going to feel like? And she's like, that's not true because of the, and she was giving me all these like, you know, anecdotes to what I was saying. And then I said to her, I said, what if I'm a slave to the baby? Like, what if my whole life revolves around that baby? And she's like, so many women that I work with are so afraid of losing themselves, but you don't have to. And, you know, she's like, you have this amazing spouse and, 
you know, I've already, and I've talked to Matt about all of these fears and all of these like scary feelings that I'm having. And he is like, Katie, you're not alone. Like you have a husband who will be 50, 50 partners with you. Like, and remember, I have never changed a diaper before. He's changed hundreds of diapers, if not thousands of diapers. So he probably will teach me things, right? He's like, you're not going to be a slave to the baby. I go, what if I have gray hair that's 35 inches long and I never get my nails done and I look like hell and I have a scrunchie in my hair and I have nipple juice all over myself? And he's like, Katie, that's not... People are choosing to do that and they have people, like significant others and husbands that don't give a fuck and that aren't helping them. And I'm like, okay, you're right, you're right. I'm like, what if I let myself go? And he's like, you're not going to let yourself go. You, This is all crazy. This is not nuts. I said, what if my, what if our marriage suffers? Because it's all about the baby and we forget who, like, who we are and why we fell in love and why we came together. And he's like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to, he's telling me this over and over. It's not going to happen. I'm like, what, what if I fuck up my kid? <laughs> like, what if I turn into mommy dearest? And I'm like, no, why? Like, I don't know what I'm going to be like with a baby. Like I've said and done shit to Karina that I regret. And obviously she, she's amazing. And she's like, I deserved it, you know, but it's like, ah, some of the things that I've done to her were not my finest moments. Some of the things I said to her were not my finest moments. And last but not least, the world is motherfucking crazy right now, right? With everything that we're experiencing as a, as a collective, right? It's crazy. And like Matt, my doula, like my team will say, yeah, it's crazy, but Katie, it's always been crazy. What about these women, you know, during World War II that were having babies and like bombs are dropping over their homes in, in England and they're not, they're not afraid to be a mom. They're just like, fuck it. If I get blown up, I get blown up. Like, you know, I'm meant to be a mother and this is like part of my, my story. And, you know, obviously that's like one, <laughs> one blip in time, but you know, from from the start of, from the dawn of time, we've always had issues and, and really fucking crazy shit happening, right? I mean, I could name a million things right now. Civil wars, fucking burn the witches at the stake, the Spanish flu, bubonic plague, you know, all, all this shit. And people were still fucking and they were still procreating, they were still making babies. So the world is never going to like be like, oh, stop, stop being crazy. Katie wants to get knocked up. We have to stop being crazy. It's not going to happen. So if I am listening to all of this fear, if I'm listening to all these fear-based hypnotic rhythms that I have been putting myself through, and I hold myself back from being a mom, which I do believe is my is my birthright, and I do believe it is going to be part of my story, how should I show up as a coach and expect anyone else to let their fears down? And that is what has given me so much strength, determination, and tenacity to do this is because I say to myself, like, you know, like if if my client came to me and said, well, I'm afraid of this, I'd be like, well, why? Why? What's the point? It's holding you back. You're not being the fullest expression of yourself. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And then I have to hold the mirror up to my motherfucking self and say, like, bitch, how dare you tell your clients from all over the world, like, stop being a pussy? And get your shit together and stop letting fear run your life when you're letting fear run your life and you're being a pussy. So for all of the girls out there that work with me on a daily basis, I'm doing this not only for myself, but I'm doing this for you. I know that sounds kind of weird, but I'm doing this for you because I I want you to understand like how amazing I think you all are. And 
it's time for me to live up to that standard of my own fear-based thoughts and kibosh this so I can step even deeper into my most ambitious self. So thank you. I'm not going to cry, but thank you. And thank you to each and every one of you out there that listen to this podcast every week and that share this podcast with all of your friends and that, you know, tag me on Instagram and screenshot pictures of ambitious and tell people how much you love this podcast and all that. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And now it's my turn to show you all even deeper who I am. And if I'm saying that I'm the queen of ambitious land and I'm being a punk, like, how dare I? How dare I? So going forward, I am going to really focus on streamlining my life even more. You know, sleeping eight hours a night. Um, right now, I am on a carnivore uh, meal plan. So it's a ketogenic carnivore meal plan. It's to balance my hormones. So right now, I'm not eating um, any vegetables right now. And I, you know, I love me some vegetables. Um, but I'm doing this for 30 days and I've been doing really, really well. And I'm really proud of myself. And I feel so good. I feel so, so, so good. The first week was kind of a slog. But now I'm feeling really, really, really good because my body's gone deeper into um, using fat as fuel and not and not glycogen and not carbohydrates. So I just feel amazing. So that's what I'm doing with my food, um, sleeping eight hours a night and really letting go of anything that stresses me out. Because at the end of the day, like stress is fear and I can't control all these hoes around me. I can only control myself. So anything that's stressing me out is just a distraction And it's not good for my psyche. It's not good for my mindset. It's not good for my uh, physiological, biological body. And it's definitely not good for my hormones. So anything that's like stressing me out and that's overwhelming me, I'm just, I'm cutting the, I'm cutting the cord with it. Um, So that means like I'm working less and um, I'm still working. I'm still, you know, still seeing clients. I'm still doing my protocols. I'm still doing events and, you know, with people from all over the world, I'm doing all these things, but it's just more focused. It's more streamlined, and it's and it's um, I'm giving myself more downtime in between the big things that I'm doing, so I can actually re- recuperate and regenerate and all that. I'm seeing an acupuncturist. My acupuncturist is amazing. She's like the number one acupuncturist for fertility in the whole Northeast. She's fabulous. I see my chiropractor twice a week and he knows what I'm doing and he's on board and he's, you know, adjusting me and all that stuff to really, um, you know, open up my energy in my root chakra and in my lower back and my, you know, reproductive areas of my body. Um, I'm taking Chinese herbs. I'm doing amazing supplements. I'm working with a naturopath. Um, and I'm really focusing on just when I work out and I train, I'm focusing on just like moving my body and not trying to like kill myself to look a certain way. And, you know, that's scary for someone like me because I am in the health and wellness world. And it's like, if you put on 10 pounds in this health and wellness world, in a three-dimensional world, you know, people are like, oh God, Katie Boyd, she's let herself go. And it's like, you know what? If I'm pregnant, I'm going to get fat as a fucking house probably. So (laughs) here we, here we are, you know? And, um, the other thing that I'm really focusing on and I'm really working on is, is healing myself even deeper. So meditation, my breath work, um, like hormesis, like I talked about this morning, if you hear breathing, it's Pearl. She's like at my closet door, like, bitch, what are you doing in there? Let me in. I, you have any food in there? So if you hear like just snuffling, it's Pearl. 
Um, and, you know, focusing on working with my healers and my coaches and getting my mindset right. And I think that that's something that's so important. I don't care if you're trying to have a baby or not, but if you truly desire to live optimally, you have to heal. You got to go deep in into the cave, you know, because like they say, the cave that we most fear to enter holds our greatest treasure. And a lot of the things that I've been doing like with my team is really healing, you know, old wounds, um, healing ancestral um, things that have been passed down epigenetically from my ancestors and my family of origin. Um, it's, it's important guys, you know, and I'm a healer, but I think healers also should have healers as well. So thank you for holding space for me today. Thank you for just listening to me babble on about, I don't even know what, but I just felt so compelled to talk about this. And like I'm, like I said, I'm just asking for love and support and a good cheer on and a good, you know, go get them tiger. And I'm not looking for, you know, unsolicited advice. And, you know, a lot of people have reached out to me and they've been telling me their birth stories. And, you know, I have to, I read them because I appreciate it. But then, you know, people tell me like, you know, I've had five miscarriages and this, and it's like, I don't even want to, like, I love that, that you're sharing this with me, but it, it fucks my head up too. So I have to really... Um, pick and choose what I'm letting into my auric field and what I'm letting into my energetic field. Um, so if I don't g- dance with you in that way, like I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry, but I just cannot allow that into my into my life right now because it just, it makes me feel, um, you know, and obviously I'm allowing myself to feel like that. I'm not saying the person's making me feel like this, but I feel like it just dampens what I'm doing it, kind of brings the energy down and I just don't have room or time or bandwidth for anything that's not positive. So if you inbox me, if you email me, if you text me, if you DM me, like I'm just asking you to keep it light and keep it cheery. And obviously I love to hear beautiful birth stories. It's so, so, so important. And that's what I'm looking for most. Like I have all of my women that come to events and, you know, goddess gatherings and they're like, I'll tell you my beautiful birth story. And I'm like, yes, I want to hear more beautiful birth stories. I want to hear like just glorious, wonderful, empowering birth stories. I don't want to hear sad, scary, traumatic, disempowering birth stories, even if it is your experience, because I don't need that in my life. So I'm asking for love and support and and good cheer. And like I said, just to um, spread this around, spread the ambitious movement, spread the ambitious movement around to all of your friends and all of your family members, because it is a movement. And and I'm here. I show up week after week. I don't charge anything for this. I you know I put a lot of effort and I put a lot of time into these things. But it it means so much to me to be able to reach people that I don't even know. So. If you want, please email me at um, hello at kbmfc.com and just tell me your beautiful birth stories or tell me your beautiful birth stories on my Instagram so I can like re, you know, put it on my stories and and show other people who are trying to go down this fertility path and trying to have a baby, um, the beautiful birth stories from other women. So like, let's keep it high, you know, and let's keep it empowering and let's not let it go down to that place. In the meantime, If you are looking to work with me, I'm opening up 
my uh, fifth dimensional protocol mentorship. Um, If you would like more information on that, I'm taking uh, one-on-one calls, Zooms, so we can kind of unpack what that looks like, what that feels like, and what the experience for you and I together would be like. Um, I don't just let anyone do protocols with me. I don't just let any Tom, Dick, and Harry just do... um, you know, work one-on-one with me. I'm very, very specific and picky on who I choose to work with because, like I said, my time is precious and my energy is precious. And I want to make sure that when I work with people, um, no matter who they are, that it's going to benefit both of us, meaning like it's going to, we're going to do work and we're going to make shit happen, you know? So reach out to me, same thing at hello at kbmfc.com and tell me you would like to hop on a call with me and we will get that scheduled. Um, the biggest thing right now, guys, is getting over to the Ambitious app, and I'm going to be doing a lot of cool giveaways over there, so like swag and books and all kinds of amazing things. So get on over to um, my app. You can go to my website, kbmsc.com, and then at the top, it just will say join the community, and all you have to do is put your name and your email address in, and we'll get you on the app, and we'll get you all set up. And like I said, it's totally complimentary. It's totally free. It's just an amazing group of women empowering each other. You know, there's no talk of anything that's low vibrational frequency. It's like high and light and empowering and amazing. So get on over there. And last but not least, pick up your copy of Ambitious, buy it for a friend, get your bitch box. And also remember that this summer we're having live events at my home in Wyndham, New Hampshire, and all the events are under the um, upcoming events part of my website. So go on over to the website, take the ambitious, how ambitious are you quiz. Um, If you have any questions, you know where to reach me, just uh, email me at hello at kbmfc.com, or you can also inbox me on my app. It's just like having my cell phone number. I talk to my girls on there all day long. So get on over there and sign up and be part of this this incredible community and this amazing, ambitious movement. Thank you for holding space. Thank you for loving on me. And thank you for supporting me in this this new journey in my life. And um, like I always like to say at the end, stay ambitious. Love you all.